Welcome to Beholder's Eye Season 3. I'm Alex. I'll be your host and dungeon master. Evil has come to the Great Isle. Amidst a civil war, a holy war, and a threat of imperial invasion, only one group can bring this all to an end. One way or another. They are the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara, world-protecting, elven druid monk. Garen Kelso, dimension-hopping vagabond, high elf bladesinger. A.P.U. Warforged fighter. Mole Urzog, cleric of St. Allegis. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? Oh, I think I can. Um, the Chaos Quartet, well, everybody, really, was back with the Tribunal, and we had gone through what it would take to get uh, a weapon or a device to tie Tataman to a plane uh, for 10 minutes so that we could at least try to do something to him without him just poofing out of existence. Um, and then we were told that we had to have somebody uh, sacrifice their life, their happiness, and their power. So we ended up with uh, Drathan sacrificing his power, uh, Tanahanu sacrificed her life, and Zalara sacrificed her happiness. Um, and the other characters, Rosie, Lynn, and Usk, had all decided um, that this was not their fight. Um, Rosie, being the only one that was kind of adjacent, ended up going to the Crystal Tower where um, Magnar was so that she could report what they had done. Otherwise, everybody returned to their homes. And I think that's where we ended, was with Zalara choosing to give up her happiness. That's right. Uh, Sarah, uh, Zalara got flashes of what her life could be and what happiness would look like, and then got to see them all taken from her. All right, so we're, we'll start there, surrounded by the waters of chaos still. You are sitting, or you're standing there with the rest of the, um, you know, um, the forces that make up reality, law, neutrality, good, and evil. What are you going to do? You've created this this weapon. Okay, so we have the weapon. What are our next steps? Where do we need to start this? Uh, do we all have everything we we need already with the uh, with the dragon tooth flail, or we can just end this. Then, yes, we not need to discuss the ring in the APU. That could be a detriment to our fight. Should it influence APU mid battle? Has had no influence over me so far. That doesn't yes. negate future influence. Once you come into contact or very close proximity to. Tatoman. We do not know what will happen. And it did give Tatoman sway over Ana when she held the ring. Perhaps that was a difference. Perhaps they were close enough proximity that it was a thing. Well, if I'm correct from your vision, Solara, they gave Ana the Tanahano the ring and was able to change them just by the fact of them having it. Mm-hmm. Which, APU, you're a splendid creature. I would really rather have you on our side. I am on your side. And that will not change because of some influence that you believe is affecting me. Which has, so far, had no evidence of affecting me. Maybe my inorganic nature makes that influence non-effective against me. That is always a possibility. Turn to the tribunal, whomever is closest. Um, do you have any way without, like 
touching a thing um, to tell what kind of influence it could potentially be having on a person? Or can you see into the future and see what influence it may have? He, this is good speaking. The future is unwritten. There are many possibilities. One possibility is that EPU will see Tatoman as a glorious god because of his connection to the ring. How likely is that particular future? How many times do you see that? <clears throat> it is more likely than not, though not guaranteed. It's, I would say, sort of a roll of the dice. Roll the dice at all then? Can I think about removing the ring, Alex? Yeah, you can think about it, but immediately it seems silly. Um, it's kind of like them saying, like, remove your arm. You're like, well, could. Okay, so it's not even a dice roll for me to think about removing it anymore. It's just that's, that's a bad idea in my head. Cool. I just turn to APU and, like, stare at him. You heard what they just said. That the future is ever-changing and not written. That in many of them you view the universe that we are about to go fight as a glorious god. I imagine in even more of those futures, I don't even make it to this point. That would no longer be future. It would still be the future of a timeline, just not my future. It would still be many other futures you have fought this creature. APU, you've been in many battles, I assume, yes? A few. Even got Scratch, points to Scratch. Mm -hmm. And as somebody who has been in a few myself, the, the point of preparation for a battle is to remove as many potential bad futures for you as possible through preparation. I, for one, with this ring in tow, would not feel comfortable fighting with you in this next battle, as I have no clue what you would do. You're muted, Ryan. Muted. Then you can sit out another fight. I think mm, I'd rather have... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Honestly, at this point, I think if you are unwilling to remove the ring, perhaps you should sit out of this next fight. But if you believe you can kill a universe creature without me? I don't want to fight you along with the universe. Yes. You won't fight me along with the universe. I, I won't disagree. turn against you. Uh-huh. You say that. Just, I don't believe just to you. to be clear, we need to kill the ring, not Tatoman. If we kill Tatoman, we kill all the universes. So yeah. the ring is essential. Correct. We're killing Tatoman's heart. We discussed this last time, so we do not kill everything else that's in that universe. It's oh, I like forgot about that months, part of it. But that was like minutes ago. <laughs> Just say above the table, it's a really hard position being APU at this point. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not giving up, and I've got to try counter everything. <laughs> uh, no. Is it not in your will for APU to give up the ring at the proper time? in order to complete the task that we have in f before us. That would be my ideal, yes. Very well, APU. You, obviously, follow the law to a fault. If you do not give up the ring at the proper time as we fight Tatoman, would you acknowledge here now that you would be under the influence of the ring? As I've discovered in my journeys with this group, the law is very subjective and changing depending on environment. And with your he term of said, with your term of at the, at the appropriate time, who demand, who deems the appropriate time? As soon as we get into anywhere near Tatoman, as we are about to fight him. APU, give me an insight roll. DC DC eighteen. This is against yourself. Seventeen. 
There is no question that you will absolutely give up that ring as soon as you guys cross there. You know what the right thing is to do. You're a follower of the law. And if that's the ideal that law wants, then you're, you are you know for sure that you're going to do that. I will. At the appropriate time. Very well. I mean, and the, um, just to let you know a little bit more, you're, you know, looking in that insight, you, you've been with the ring longer than they have. You don't, you, you've had it close to your body. You felt its warmth. You actually are intimate with it and know the appropriate time in a way that they certainly will not. Oh, this is going to end well. <laughs> um, Mole has the dragon tooth flail, right? Uh, yeah, at least he he's holding it currently. Um, okay. He does not have to wield it into battle. I do not mind if somebody else takes that. I can wield it into battle. <laughs> I'm proficient with that weapon. I do not want AP. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. AP is not having. <laughs> <laughs> um so at just a out of character um because i i think clerics can have this and i think druids have it as well maybe um do you guys have it's something that like boosts uh saves and skill checks and stuff like that i didn't so um, think it is. what is it oh i think it's guidance isn't it as well yeah oh, I think that's, like the cantrip that's yeah, yeah yeah just add the d4 to stuff yeah I, i'm just wondering because you know assuming he has to make another will check <laughs> Oh, you okay. have that to give to him. I can't remember how long it lasts. I'm pretty sure you have to minute. do it beforehand. Um, I mean, yeah, guidance. There's also, um, there's what? Bless. Bless is 10 minutes. Okay. It's I just mean, knowing just... when to use that before we have, I make that check. Yeah. Well, I think we would know, like, yeah, if okay. we're trying to convince you to do it, then we can. I mean, that's just, you guys have it. <laughs> if you don't, it's it's moot. Yeah. Well, I have, like, I have guidance. I took guidance. Okay. Um, I took resistance, other... which is for saving throws. So if this is a saving oh. throw. Yeah, that's a saving throw. So, yeah. So as soon as we start talking about it, just pew. Because and... <laughs> I think it was one away last time. So it's on the inside. Just no, I mean, uh, just last time you did a save. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, that was a while ago, though. Yeah. As if AP wants to really give it up at this point when it comes down, push to shove sort of thing. I well, honestly... Just this... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I honestly don't... I don't know that I trust that he'll be willing to give it up when the time comes. But I, the ring is what we need, right? Yes, there Indeed. is no there is no fight without a PU. PU, I suggest you put the ring down, and I'll cast suggestion. Uh, so I need a wisdom sense. save DC eighteen. <laughs> now he'll make it, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> won't make it. So that means I have to do my best to comply, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let's see. How does it work? And you're being a warforged. You don't have any immunity to charm or anything. Uh, I'll double check, but I don't think so. Advantage uh, on saving the throws against poison. Don't need to eat, drink, breathe, or sleep. Um, magic you can't be put to sleep. No, nothing against charm. I don't think it's actually okay. charm. It is in there. If you if you have charm, you're immune to it. it says in the writing. Oh, I um, that. <clears throat> The um, okay, so you uh, <clears throat> excuse me, All right? Oh, you go to take it from your chest now. The wording on this does say that with suggestion, if you are to something that would be against your nature or that could be damaging to you, you wouldn't do it. That is a matter of perspective for APU and what he thinks the ring can do for him. So go ahead, give me a, a, a wisdom save. And we're going to go ahead and do that at DC 17. If you pass this, you will comply. And if not, you'll 
however you want to portray it to them in your mind you know it will cause significant damage not only to you but possibly could be lead to Tatoman winning and the eventual destruction of all of reality and I don't know that he's rolling that to cast any kind of resistance or anything so Mm. I I would but it doesn't seem like I necessarily would have known to do that like straight away before you right. said that i think that was, that was too much like straight off of it sort of thing there wouldn't, wouldn't be an opportunity but i yeah i do have it so your though the the spell technically succeeded to begin with because of the damage that you feel and you know you know would happen can't harm yourself which is one of the byproducts of suggestion so i don't think it's the appropriate time care um in our heads to mole and zalara I'll say, I just used powerful magic on him, and he still did not give it up. <laughs> do, um, do we feel that this is a curse or a possession of some sort? Is um, that in our heads, or is that in... Uh, yeah, in 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 your in your heads, since, since Garen's talking to us. Both, maybe? There's no way to know, right? Hmm. It certainly seems to be one of the things, yes. Well, since we have time here to prepare, I have an idea. Um, it'll take a little bit. Once it's done, maybe maybe we'll get some answers out of it. Um, if he is under the effects of a curse or possession, then I can remove that for him whilst he's in a certain area. I think that's our best bet at this point. So, okay. I just need to rest up before we go um, into battle. Well, look- oh yeah, go ahead. Well, um, one in order to do it, it takes 24 hours for me to prepare. <laughs> um, I mean, I could, I, I've got one hit point and I'm literally <laughs> just been raised from the dead. I think taking 24 hours to chill would be a wise idea, regardless. Because that would give me two guys. long rests. And we are in a place beyond time, yes? Sure. Well, I think before we get into the battle, this is out, out loud. We should probably rest up. Zilara in particular does not look so good. I rest and then onwards towards the fight we have to make. Good, good uh, loss. Maybe two rests. I'm very, very tired right now. Good says now he's a meerkat. Since this place is lacking any temporal state, the idea of resting for 24 hours doesn't make a lot of sense. So... Law is, is is I think what we should do is uh, use some of your power and mind together and let's and Law just says oh yes yes I, I think I need to and the two of them stick their their hands out or as you imagine it their hands and suddenly there is a floating island it's the size of you know maybe like just a, a very small house that appears in front of you it says good says this is uh, actually tied to, to gravity and therefore time um, so you can actually rest there and it'll heal you up um, it's your own little little paradise um, soon as you are, are ready to, to leave it will take you to your destination that's, that's a fancy trick perfect excellent thank you so if go ahead real world tribunal edition <laughs> <laughs> okay um <laughs> Then, if we're going in there, then Mole will. Um, I'm gonna spend a fifth level spell to do it, um, but I will start to um, pray and stuff 
and get ready to uh for the next 24 hours it, it's a 24 hour casting time um to cast uh hallow it makes a 60 foot radius um where let's see there, there's tons of stuff um creatures within it um are not affected by charms possessions or extra dimensional interference nice um, wow uh things cannot be brought back from the dead within it at all um it's just i i make basically a holy area um yeah because high level cleric so yeah it is I'll a holy area having... but you can't raise the dead oh because it's necromancy right yeah, because raising the dead is <laughs> So, are you just... Because it has to be the area that you're going to... Okay, I, so you're I, hollowing the area you guys are sleeping on for the night, for the 24 I, hours? I was thinking that would be the best idea, wouldn't it? Because we're going to be in a fight, most likely, when we go into the real uh -huh. world. This is the only sure. place I could do it. Like, because like, if I do it here, um, Mole's thought would be that we can use that, because no matter what APU says, I'm Mole is convinced that there is some sort of interference with how doggedly he doesn't want to do it. I see. Um, that that I this get you. Okay. Us the opportunity to remove it from within his own body, you know, because it's literally like fused with APU right now. Okay. So um, you guys crawl into your little island up there, um, and Zalara starts resting, and <laughs> then Mole starts chanting his spell. APU, whatever point you do shut down to rest or meditate or whatever the equivalent is. For however they describe it for uh, Warforged during that Sentry time. Mode. Sentry's rest. Yep. Uh, Sentry's rest. I was in an inactive motionless state, but I'm still conscious and can see and hear normally. All right. So during that time, as you are in Sentry mode, it's like the warmth around that radiated from the ring comes cold and you're filled with a new kind of warmth that is so much more fulfilling that it takes the place of whatever that ring that that hole that that ring filled for you and as you're laying there you're thinking you know why am i holding on to this for so long it doesn't make a lot of sense it's just something you're thinking about while in your sentry mode um aaron and zalara are you two doing anything other than just resting up during this time period i'm even though I'm an elf and only really like meditate, I'm pet just pass the fuck out. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Garen, yeah, are you doing that deep of meditation too? Uh, no, I'm I'm gonna just play with Zeno in the twenty hours that I don't have to rest. So okay, <laughs> and and I, not that I can do it, but I just want to like watch um watch kind of what Mole's doing, just see what what it is and realize that it's well above or to the side of what I my skill set and I'll realize that I can't even come close to mimicking what he's doing um yeah it, it then... involves herbs oils and incense um <laughs> so there's like a lot of stuff you know I'm, I'm probably walking around burning incense you know chanting and praying and everything like the whole shebang and as the day nears or um, moves on, I just want to keep an eye on APU as well. See if he has adverse reactions or if he looks like he's going to murder Mole or something like that. When when APU wakes up from his rest, Sentry's rest, uh, he's going to go to open up his chest sort of thing, like he did before it, he felt no at the end sort of thing. Is he getting resistance when he thinks of do, uh, goes to do it this time, Alex? No, it seems like the most natural thing in the world. Hey. 
You took it out. He hasn't opened it. He just went to his chest where it would be. Oh, where, okay. Before, I've had the resistance when I go on to that point. Oh, I, I get you. I get you. But he, will, right. he, will, he will take it out. As you ask that, he'll take it out. Can you uh, set that down? He'll go to place it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're, you're, I was waiting for reactions from other people. Yeah, you have no problem doing that. Like I said, Dolores mm. passed the fuck out. She's not awake yeah. for this. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, yeah. And so I guess I was waiting for reaction from Garen because that is very good. Chanting. Are you able to like walk away from it? As I have said before, it had no influence on me. It's just I don't know what Mole is doing. It just made me feel lighter. Let's be the instance for the creature yeah, that doesn't kind of, breathe. Huh? Yeah, for the creature that don't knows. I guess so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think probably best if uh, that stays there for now. It's a good case. idea just leaving it on the floor and he'll pick it up and not put it inside. Just Perhaps it in the leaving it on the floor. Uh, enough AP. Yeah, I guess he would have pouches. So just like tuck it in a side pouch, close his chest up. Mm-hmm. You reach the end of the 24 hour period. Mole, um, you are exhausted because you've been up for 24 oh. hours. <laughs> at the end of that period and, and this is just how long does it say stay hallow how keep the ground concentrated concentrated uh, so so until dispelled this is a really um until it's dispelled yeah cool. um this area is forever hallowed until somebody gets rid of the magic okay so everybody else is rested and mole mm. is not is ready to fight <sighs> <sighs> okay how did it go mole uh successfully i feel um, yes, could uh, uh, you uh, test it for me? Test um, what exactly? Uh, do you have some small means of creating magical light? Um, of course, and I'll cast dancing lights. Just doesn't work. You can't. You can't alter the light. Mm. Um, Interesting. Actually, that is not a good feeling, to be honest. <laughs> um, okay. Yes, this is a holy place now. Since light um, is supposed to be holy. Well, no, the area in its current state is considered holy, so we cannot alter it. Um, all who step within it can understand and communicate with us, irregardless of language. And bodies that are interned here for safekeeping can never be risen from the dead whilst in this area. That is quite an amazing spell. No wonder you look so tired. It's usually reserved for the most important of burial sites and places that people keep artifacts. Well, that's fitting, considering it might be our burial site. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're dying here. We've got well, to find the other thing somewhere else first. It was just a joke. So, uh, how much would Solara understand about what was actually happening with APU? Okay. Mole casts greater restoration upon himself to remove that uh, exhaustion. exhaustion. Um, APU, how are you feeling? I feel fine as always. He did put the ring in his pouch. Well, okay then. It, it felt um, fine as we're in a holy place in a mini pocket dimension. That's... It's safe here. Fair. Um, is the pouch part of him, or is it like a belt that's external to him? I would say it'd be part of his like a normal plate armor sort of get up so it would be part of his skin. Uh, skin I don't think so. Like, not, your skin? 
No. no. His, his armor becomes his skin. That's just how the rules think. That's how it's just a treat. But no, I understand that. But what I'm saying is, like, a pouch is not armor. <clears throat> no. Pouch is traveling gear. So yeah. you would it wouldn't be melded to you if it's that kind of pouch. I mean, I guess if you want to have a special pouch that was built into you, I don't... Well, that's one Once checks. again, I'll just say like, he I... I do feel that player characters should have autonomy over their their pockets, but um... (laughs) and that's why I love you as a DM, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, but if you want to, it's just like on his side, sort of thing. Okay, so it's as as long as it's separate from you. Uh, um, I think it's probably better for this fight if it's not touching your skin while we're fighting, just in case. And it could fall out of a pouch, the pouch could get hit, it could fall on the floor, and we wouldn't have it at all. It being in as secure a position as possible is surely the best idea. Do you remember what it looked like when it was on um, Anat Na's hand? How it was just part of her, and there was no way we could have removed it? Yes, but I'm not wearing it. It's just inside the pouch in me, effectively. Yes, as long as it's not, inside I'm not the wearing pouch the ring. and not touching you, I think you're. I think it's better this way. APU will take the pouch, open his chest, and put the pouch with the ring inside. Hmm. That logic follows to him. Well, it's not like touching him. Considering that, obviously, we do not trust you that much with the ring, can you please leave it on the outside? It's as secure as possible. Um, I suggest you leave it it on the outside. (laughs) Um, how about this, APU? If, say you were to fall in battle, um, we would need access to the ring to be able to destroy it once we have done what we need to. I, I realize it's less secure, but a man in armor is less secure than a man locked inside a bank vault. It's not, it's a, not a sealed section. <laughs> it's not a sealed section on his chest. It's just a part you open. It's just harder for people to get to. I, I just don't think we like the idea. I, I know you guys don't like the idea. I'm just It's APU's logic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, That's good. Take seconds off of what we need to do with the ring, APU. And those seconds might be our last. Then until we're in battle, I might as well leave it secure. And when we start the battle, I'll take it back out onto my outside. So that it's makes easy zero sense. Everyone. But we are safe here. Until we get to and battle. As soon as we get, yeah. as soon as we transport, we are in battle because it will know where we are. Yes. Um, speaking of in battle, while APU thinks about what he may do um i do have an idea um i i have ways of protecting myself or others from harm until they do something that would be harmful towards our enemy um i also have ways of making at least myself be able to fly with great speed um or we could protect somebody to be able to touch Tataman with the flail um you you guys get the impression he's talking about what he did all the way back when we fought Cavalian, where I basically turned into an angel. Um oh. okay. <laughs> um he literally sprouted fiery wings. <laughs> um, so that was kinda I don't know. Anyway. I'm confused, but okay. Um well no, okay. Above the table, what Sam is asking is is it a good game plan for me to sanctuary a person so that they are harder to hurt so that they can just get up very quickly and just touch him with it 
because that's basically what we're trying to do, right? We need to get in, immobilize Ta'aman, and then mm-hmm. whilst that is there, we need to basically kill his heart so that we can remove the remove the being from this universe. Okay. So, so having something like sanctuary to stop, you know, people from attacking the person running up there. Yeah. Um. And for me, um, the best way to do it, if it was me, would be to be able to fly, <laughs> or to give it to somebody quick like Zalara. <laughs> um. Um. I can definitely move quickly. Could um. Can you sanctuary yourself and another so that you can fly another into the space and we can both be protected? Yes, Um, that would not be a problem at all. I could sanctuary all of us if needed. Well, I think we have Garen and APU. Do we have any control over where we appear when we get there? Um, It's where we need to go. So as long as where we need to go is far enough away from Tatalman. Maybe where we need to go is right at his feet. Maybe where we need to go is already right at Tatalman. I think... All we need to do is hit him with this, and it will bind him. I think... So here's what I think we should do. We should have have us all appear, have APU and Garen be ready to distract, depending upon what Tatalman's doing at the time. Um, and then you and I be sanctuaried and you be ready to fly me up and drop me on his head or whatever if necessary if I can't get the flail close enough to touch him immediately upon appearing okay that's just hit him in the toe right well just has to touch him but if we appear and there are things around him that are preventing us from getting to his toe I'm hoping that's not the case but I'm willing to to be the bird falling out of the sky to attack him as necessary. I've fallen before. It's fine. Excellent. It sounds like we have a plan then. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's kind of all I wanted to discuss. Like, make sure everything was taken care of. I think we've resolved the APU stuff, hopefully. Um, and whilst everyone was talking, he's taken it out of his chest. He's taken the dimension key thing. That he had like between his arm and his shield. He's put oh, yeah. the ring there, so it's as secure as he can get outside his body. Keep everyone happy, and he's put the dimension key in a pocket. So the ring's still on you, or it's between his arm and his sort uh, his shield, in, like a little pouch section there. Oh, oh it's a pouch, yeah. like in the it's shield. Like a, it's itself. like a little cubby hole sort of thing he can put something in. Okay. I guess the question is, how do we destroy the ring? I don't know if we discussed that. We just attack it. In my experience, destroying strong magical items without some form of protection is a bad idea. Yes, it killed you, I remember. <laughs> um, I think we've proven we can remedy that if, if need be. <laughs> you, Mold, I'll just you be the battering ram. That. You revive me when I come back. That's great. Um, not Mold, you made that flail. Can you unmake something? I can dispel the magic that makes something magical um that is not not too hard um i do not necessarily have any means of uh magical destruction of items if that's what you are saying um i i do not know Mm. i I do feel that for the purposes of, of this though that physically destroying it would be enough we're trying to break that tie between 
Ta Oman's soul and the rest of this universe. All right. right. <clears throat> and like, I, I guess dispel magic would work, but um, yeah. Oh, I I will warn you though. Um, if any of us go down in this one, um, outside of a minute, I do not have the supplies to bring anyone back from the dead. So, um, well, if you die, die close to me, I guess. <laughs> Just, just so you know, I thought I'd tell you, <laughs> it requires literal material components to bring people back from the dead. Um, I do not have oh. the extremely uh, uh, precious diamonds that I need. I used everything I purchased at the beginning of the game to do it. Yeah, then well, it's well, kind of pointless for me to have Revivify too. I will. If Mole goes down, if, you have to revive him. I don't have diamonds though. I have two so, diamonds for Revivify, but okay. all of my expensive ones are gone. Oh, for the more... Okay, got you. Yeah, because uh, Ray's dead uses a more expensive diamonds than Revivify does. I used okay. all of well, my then. starting wealth to purchase it. Okay, because I'll, I'll use my break time to like double check my, my spell list and see if this is what I want before we go attacking. Because I wasn't sure we would get a break, <laughs> knowing how Alex rolls. So, you know... Hmm. Well, I right. feel we have a plan, yes? Yeah. As good as any. <laughs> One of the best I think we've had. For sure. <laughs> it's like we've had experience with fighting crazy creatures before. Oh, before, like, just because I know we're gonna, it's kind of like when we're ready, we go, right? I mean, that, that was my impression. So, um, before I think we're ready to go, I'm gonna blade song it up right before. So. Well, well, that was my plan also, is if we're going, like, if it's like, oh, you walk out the door, enter now where you need to be, um, like, I'm sanctuarying everyone, and then turning myself into an angel, basically. If we're dropping into a fight, I'm shield of faith myself. Yeah, since we've got... 29 AC with that. All right. Oh, you and make your way... Oh, oh, no, that's... Yeah, that's fine. All right, so you guys make your way off the island, walk the portal. In the middle of the ocean, you're on a dinghy. Not really. Um, you, you walk through the, uh, the the portal and you hear the chaos, the attack of Tatoman on Kalindor. Ulad turns around as he's about to cross the threshold, the light from the heart of Shamhara shining in his arms. <gasps> and he sees Zalara walk through first. Their eyes make contact. And in Zalara's head, she hears Shamhara say, Oh, let him bring me in the crystal tower. That's where we'll call the episode. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye Season 3, Episode 3, The War Room. Well, it's great to be back. I hope you all enjoyed the last few weeks of uh, intermission that we had. Uh, it was kind of fun to release all of that. And if you do want to hear more of Edge or any other of your content that we do have, check us out at patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod. Sign up, get awesome content, love life. And if you do love the show as much as life, leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com, and follow us on Twitter at BeholdersEyePod. You can follow Ryan, who plays APU, at DuffDuffTheThird. Ben, who plays Garen, at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara, at MetsGirl. And Sam, who plays Mole, at Samsalot007. Thanks. And we'll see you next week.
Editing, Music, and Effects by Sam Canary. Music from filmmusic.io. Organic Meditation 2, Curse of the Scarab. And our story begins all by Kevin McCloud in Competech.com. License under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 Licenses. CreativeCommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0. Sound effects by Zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. <laughs>